Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Science, exercise, nutrition, health, energy, passion. One year, no beer. This is the One Year No Beer podcast, where you will find all the latest tips, tricks, and hacks for a way to live better. Today, I'm joined by a guest who has made some radical and inspiring changes to his life in recent years. Along with his wife, Nikki, Chase has become a top athlete, an advocate of the alcohol-free life, and an inspiration for anyone wanting to dramatically change their life and pursue their own particular passion. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chase and Nikki Parnell. Hey. So nice to be here. Thanks for having us. I'm so glad to have you guys on. And thank you for getting in touch. Um, it's, It's always so nice to hear that we you know, that we reach people across the globe. And why don't you start with telling everyone whereabouts you are right now? Where do you live? Yeah. So we are in the USA on the the West Coast in a state called Oregon, um, just north of California. Uh, We're like right in the middle of the state in the mountains. Um, And we were just talking, we've got six inches of snow that just uh, dumped on us last night. So (laughs) winter has arrived for sure. Yeah, and, and wow! Well, I mean, that 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 would be uh, interesting. I mean, for any any kind of activities, never mind running. Like, how do you get about your normal day with the snow? <laughs> I know, I know. Well, we we have skied from our house a couple times last yeah. year. Oh, wow. We have cross country skis, so we'll do that. <laughs> so this is this is kind of standard for you. This kind of weather. It's the, that's the kind of weather yeah. in the winter. Yeah, it was just kind of a late arrival for one for whatever reason. But yeah, now it's now it's hit and uh, we're not ready for it. So <laughs> we were pulling out all the, the snow gear this morning and it was kind of a disaster, yeah. but yeah. It's, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Well, that, I mean, that's, uh, you know, adversity. We just make do, don't we? Do we, we figure it out. Right. Uh, so why don't you guys start with telling me, telling uh, our audience a little bit about yourself, what it is that, where, where you've come from, what is, where, where were you, what, where, what changes have you made, where are you now, kind of, and then I'll, we'll kind of go into a couple of questions that we have specifically, but just tell us a little bit about your background. Okay. So yeah, I guess a good place to start is probably kind of how I discovered you guys. Um, we... Um, I guess I, I was uh, working as a lawyer here in Bend, Oregon, and um, I've always been a big uh, distance runner. Um, I got into ultra marathons maybe like eight years ago and, and have done a bunch of those. That's kind of my life and, and passion. But uh, simultaneously, um, I was uh, kind of a big drinker too. And, and working as a lawyer in kind of a high stress job where um, I was just, I guess, kind of scraping by uh, professionally, but trying to kind of make up for it in my kind of running life. Um, and, and it all came, uh, 
crashing down at, at one point, <laughs> at one point where we decided to kind of uh, pull the plug and make a huge uh, life change. Um, and, and part of it was um, in listening to a Rich Roll podcast where uh, one of your brave, fearless leaders uh, was a guest. Andy. Yeah, Andy. <laughs> now, is it Andy Ramage or Andy Ramage? I think I've heard it said. It's Andy Ramage, but he likes to call himself Ramage. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> Let's make that clear right now. It's <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I stumbled onto that podcast and was uh, just really inspired by their dialogue and and um, decided to take off on that journey. And, uh, and that was about three months ago. And, and so quit, quit my job, quit drinking, and I really started things off with a bang uh, with my running stuff too. So it's been, it's been kind of crazy. Wow. Ultra runners, and I mean, and and it's and it's both of you, Nikki. You're also a runner. Yeah, yep. We let's see. We moved um, to Montana a couple years ago, and we lived there for five years. And Chase was a big ultra runner, and he kind of got me into it. Showed me the trails and the mountains, and I fell in love with that lifestyle. So I've been running ultras. Um, but also having babies and things. So <laughs> it's, it's not as um, like competitive, but I love it. And I do it more for the experience, I guess. <laughs> I seem to do a, quite a lot of, I, you know, following you guys on, on social media and stuff, you seem to do quite a lot of uh, stuff with your kids as well. You know, you get out there with the kids, which is amazing because we often think that we need to do our own thing. I mean, it's important that we do our own thing, but mm -hmm. you can Im involve your kids as well, right? Right. Yeah, they love it. It's kind of our happy place. It makes our life better. It turns a bad day around and does us so much good to explore and have little picnics outside and hike and all that. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely, a, 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 it can be a struggle though, because, yeah. you know, I do run a lot. Um, and I am always kind of constantly feeling, you know, a little bit of that slight, you know, guilt for yeah. You know, going out on a four hour run while Nikki's, you know, with the kids. And so anytime that we can combine an outdoor adventure with everybody, then it's kind of yeah. like killing two birds with one stone there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's always that guilt as a parent. You always feel like, yeah, you're leaving some, you know, especially the other partner behind and, you know, in charge of the kids and stuff. So it's a bit of a juggle. Right. But a lot of our weekends are like balancing long runs. Yeah. It's like just handing off the kids <laughs> between yeah. each other. But yeah. I know. It's hard, especially when they're smaller. You got younger kids. We got younger kids as well, and it's it's always hard because it's not easy to bring them along. And you know, mm -hmm. when they get a little bit older, there's a little bit you know self sufficient. They can kind of you know they don't need as much entertaining. It's harder when they're when they're younger. Well, it shouldn't stop us from doing stuff though. Oh yeah. So, um, sure. so like so of all the challenges, of all the things that one could choose to do as a hobby or or you know to to get fit or whatever, you choose ultras of all things, which mm -hmm. is. Why hardcore? So for our members who might find it a little bit daunting, give us an insight um, on how to approach them and like, why not just a marathon? Why an ultra? You know, where, where does that come from? The, the attraction to it, etc. Yeah. <laughs> for me, so ultra running, I definitely have a road and marathoning background, but I think what ultras offers you is, um, it, it's definitely a, a way to explore both kind of nature, but then also push yourself 
to a place where you're really forcing yourself to discover things about yourself as well. Like, I mean, I, I think people can do that also in marathoning because that, that can also be like an epic uh, yeah. undertaking. Um, but you know, I think, I don't know. Pe- some people are more bent towards extreme things. And if that's what it, it's going to take to get you excited to get outside and make a goal, it's like, why not run a hundred miles? You know, like what, you know, or what you guys do kilometers, a hundred kilometers, you know, like why not go further and further and, and kind of push those limits. Right. So you can kind of, it's fun to discover what you can and can't do, I guess. Awesome. And, 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 uh, you'll hit, you'll discover that in ultra running one way or another. So yeah. And why not, right? Why not ultra? Like people always go, but why do you do these crazy things that, you know, it's like, well, but why not? Why why not try something that you might surprise yourself and love it, right? I, yeah. You have. Yeah. And it forces you to develop a lot of other skills than just, uh, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, because typically you have to, you got to learn how to read a map. You got to mm-hmm. be comfortable going out, at least how ultra running is in the West of the United States is you're going out into the wilderness and you're going for long hours and, um, you know, you, there's potential for running into wildlife and they're like, all, you know, it's like, you it, have to fuel with energy and nutrition and mm-hmm. there's a lot of things to think about, but that once you get out into the more remote places, that's kind of the best, mm-hmm. you know, most beautiful yeah. <laughs> cleansing for your soul and there's something yes. about sharing that time too with uh, like training partners you know it's really special to go out and share some of these big uh, moments with with your buddies um mm-hmm. and yeah and, but like i'm running a road marathon in two weeks uh so it's not like i only do ultras i i love to like kind of hop back and go do something short and fast or short yeah. with, <laughs> with uh quotation marks yeah um so I don't know. I like to do it all and, and just whatever is inspiring me enough to get out and train is what I'll, I'll typically do. That's good. It's important to mix it up, I guess, because ultra running can be extremely kind of straining on the body as well. So you mm-hmm. need to mix it up a little bit, I suppose. Yeah. So um, you said you've been alcohol free now for the past three months. Maybe it's a bit early or how, can you can you tell, have you felt any differences mentally or physically? from abstaining from alcohol like has the training become different you know or is it quite early yeah. for that still i've definitely felt a lot of um improvements i guess i mean it's pretty obvious i mean you, when you're not waking up kind of like slightly hungover you know every day that's <laughs> that that is encouraging and, and it feels good to not have to deal with that when i head out of my runs you know yeah. um that was something that was always a little you know I knew could not possibly be good for me when I'm out there training and like sweating out whiskey, you know, like that's just, that's not a, and I kind of knew that, but I I was just kind of managing it. So, so it's, it's really nice to just kind of wake up without that little twinge of, you know, and and so I'm starting every day from a, a better place and physically I feel great. Like I feel really fit right now and I'm building into this marathon in two weeks. Like the training has gone really well and you know, it's, it's like shocker, right? Like of course, of course it's going well because I'm, uh, you know, kind of cut that out of my life. Um, and I mean, 
Yeah. And I do have little moments where I'm very thankful um, for where I'm at right now. And usually it's like when I just kind of like look over at my kids and I see them being happy and I know I'm, you know, you know, being more present and um, available Yeah, and I'm not kind of like checking out like I typically would. I'd get home from work and then it's like, oh gosh, I'm so stressed and um yeah you know so so yeah well and um like what andy was saying in that rich roll podcast that i liked i have noticed with chase also um just we're all time poor you you know and like um you you are a lot less productive if you're drinking a lot and chase has been way more productive at night in the mornings you know (laughs) just anytime he has a chance to be like reading books for fun or writing or working or whatever. Um, I feel like your nights have opened up a lot, mm-hmm. which is kind yeah. of cool. Because once you start having a whiskey, then you're done for the night. Yeah. So. I guess that when you have that fuzzy head, a bit like lethargy, you kind of press autopilot and you just get by. You get by, mm-hmm. you let it pass, but you don't, you know, you're not going to set the world on fire in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. So. No. So, I mean, and that's, that's the main thing about not drinking is that you get clearer ahead. You get that extra bit of energy, especially as an athlete, I would say. So what would you say? I mean, we have a lot of members that, you know, come and sign up and we do see an increased number of, of athletes coming through, triathlons, um, obstacle racing and, and Ironman, all those things. And they kind of come and go like, well, they've made it. Like they've still managed to do all right, but they've been binge drinking mentally after afterwards and and so they they thought they were fine you know they kind of you know but then they thought you know I I think I I think I'm just going to give it a go and much like yourself and and it's had a huge impact on kind of the performances and stuff and Mm -hmm. and so I mean we we have more more members I'm sure that are listening to this and people who listen to our podcast I will go hang on a minute this sounds good I might might just give it a go Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so we're both runners and mothers right so um there always has to be some compromise like you were saying you know one goes out on a long ultra run or you know it might take four or five hours you never know um mm-hmm. so you know with the kids and all that a bit of a juggle so what would you say that your secret to success is it with, with kind of training and kids and family and stuff like how do you make it work because you're running your you quit your jobs and what I say you quit your jobs to, to pursue this 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 powerful thing of your 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 journal the tree line um journal yep. blog and all that stuff we'll get we'll get more into that in a second but what's your secret to that kind of juggle? How do you do that and have small kids and manage to go off for long runs? <laughs> it is a lot. It's, it's so necessary for me though. Um, and I think that I realize that and I have Chase here who also is a runner. He also very gets it that it is kind of in our blood. We need to get out and breathe the fresh air and be by ourselves and run and train and like, have goals and achieve them. And, and I think it's powerful for the kids to get to see that too. It's not always going to be pretty, um, but they do see us showing up and, and saying yes to something that's hard. And um, so I think I try and keep that in my mind as um, what gets me out the door. And then I feel so much better as a parent when I come back. I, 
Oh man. I mean, the best feeling is like the week after an ultra and you're parenting, but you're so calm and you're peaceful. And the kids are like running around crazy. They're making a mess out of the house. You don't care because (laughs) you're tired. But and sore, no, (laughs) yeah, it just doesn't matter. Um, so I like I like the headspace that it puts me in, and um, so I just try and remind myself that it will do that even when it's hard to get out the door. But um, it does help having Chase also push me out the door too because he knows what running does for himself. He knows what running does for me. (laughs) There's days where it's like don't talk to me yet. I haven't got my run in, <laughs> you know, so it makes everything better. But <laughs> yeah, that's all good points. So another question then, which is how do you manage your relationship? I mean, now that, you know, you quit your job and you're working together and you're doing all this together, you're spending a lot of time together. How do you manage it? You know, um, going from having work and having separate things to kind of seeing a lot more of each other. I mean, no, but like, I think a lot of people do wonder, like, so, so how, how do you guys work that out? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, to start, you know, it's, I mean, we're, we're, <laughs> we're married. We're still figuring it out. <laughs> we're, married, <laughs> we're married and we're, you know, we are best friends, you know, fundamentally. Yeah. And so the, you know, in the past where I would go to work for 50, 60 hours a week, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, it's really, really fun to be able to now work together on something. I mean, this is the, this is a first for us, you know, we're, we're mm-hmm. being kind of entrepreneurial and <laughs> we're discovering things about each other um, <laughs> through the process. But you know, it's, it's such a refreshing change from what was before where Mm -hmm. we, you know, just swamped and overworked. And and so it all just feels kind of like this awesome dream that we're hoping never ends really. I mean, like we have these little bumps in the road where we get frustrated and uh, you know, we've got expectations for each other Mm -hmm. that, you know, we need to be able to adjust on the fly. Um, But, but knowing where we came from, it's that it's really good to have, you know, that is the benchmark against what we're kind of evaluating our current existence as. And so it's all very good. And we have very few complaints so far, mm-hmm. um, you know, just three months out from, right. from this change. So, well, and I think we're learning, we're learning as we go, <laughs> but we also, um, we have more flexibility and more freedom. So it's nice, like part of Treeline Journal is, I mean, we have to stay inspired to write about running. So we need to go on a run date and then like, that's great. And that also helps us stay close and um, kind of just remind each other that we're a team and yeah. we're rooting for each other. Well, in the past, it, you know, kind of felt- I like what you go on a run date and a lot of people go, like, what are we doing now? We don't drink. I'm like, that's what you do. Go for a run date. It doesn't have to be an ultra, but a run date. I like that. I'll, I'll, I'll bring that up with our members. <laughs> yeah. So fun. Oh yeah. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have kids, I mean, to oh. be able to like exercise, escape from the kids and like have some <laughs> actual conversation with your spouse at the same right. time. 
yeah. uninterrupted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. finishing yeah. sentence. Yeah, right. totally, totally. Yeah, and do yeah. you feel, yeah. like, Nikki? You've noticed like how you know Chase might be a bit more. He has a bit more time to get some. You know, have you felt the difference with you know relationship wise? Um, do do you feel like your communication has you know has changed in any way or you know how how, how do you see that? How do you feel the, his his alcohol free journey so far? Oh, I mean, I feel like it's been great. Um, to, to be simple about it. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's been refreshing and he's more motivated and inspired for different things. Um, and a a lot of that, I mean, that's the full life thing that we've, the changes that we've been making, but, um, I mean, I think overall just him feeling better makes everybody feel better. Well, and I, and I feel like the need to jump in here with, (laughs) so the way Nikki is or was with my drinking was she, she, she never told me to like drink less. Mm -hmm. She never got on my case about, about any of that. I was never worried about him. Yeah. She was never worried about me. Although, you know, like I knew that what I was doing wasn't healthy, but like just her demeanor and personality is not one to jump to like, Oh, there's a problem here. It's, um, whereas because she never really had a major problem with drinking, but I grew up, you know, with a, in a party lifestyle with kind of huge swings of, um, you know, back in college years where I did have that time where it was like very damaging. And so as I've gotten older, drinking has always had kind of that association with a, with a bad time in my life. And I, and so I would get all worked up about drinking, like, oh, I need to quit, Nikki. Like, I feel like I need to quit. <laughs> like, and so I would be the one talking about how I wanted to stop. And she was always kind of more like okay about it, which made yeah. me feel great because I was like, oh, well, maybe I can, I can you know. <laughs> I'd more roll my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but so, you obviously had a lot of negativity associated with drinking. And so, yeah. So, yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, and so ultimately, I mean, it had to be me to make the decision, obviously. And, and uh, you know, I did it and I feel great about it. Um, and now I'm just going to keep it going as right as awesome. As long for, as I, at least for a year. <laughs> yeah. You're committed. Committed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm committed. And you will keep us posted, right? I mean, this is it'd be interesting to see how you feel in your athletic goals as you get along. So a big question that we like to ask our um, podcast guests is like, so what's, how do you envisage your future? What, you know, how do you see yourself you, going ahead? And in five years, will you still be running ultras? living your best life, doing similar to what you're doing now? Are you kind of on target towards um, what what your dreams and hopes and goals are? I think with all these changes that we've been making, we're a lot more intentional about even just keeping dreams in perspective mm-hmm. and, you know, starting every day, um, you know, with kind of goal setting and mm-hmm. it just being more in touch with like who we are, who we want to be, where we want to go, all of that stuff. And I think a lot of the life changes have opened up room for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely 
we definitely want to keep running. <laughs> and I, I kind of, I'm a young mom. Um, our son was a, a big surprise. He's four now. Um, but that wasn't planned. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great surprise. Although I was in denial pretty much the first nine months. Um, but yeah, so I'm pretty young. So I kind of plan to, uh, dominate <laughs> in my thirties <laughs> and, um, set some big race goals and everything. Um, well, and it tends to be the trend as well that the ultra runners, you know, they, they kind of, those are the, the more mature, yeah. one, you know, they, they, that's the, those are the ones I like to think it, that's me. I've kind of turned into these like obstacle racing and, and ultra running now. And I'm like, that, that, that didn't exist before kids. That happened. Like after I had kids, I was like, Oh my God, I'm capable of these incredible yeah. things. Like my body, oh, hear me roar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. And people go, People go, what, but why, why are you doing these crazy things? I'm like, but why not? You know, go up. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing about yeah. your thing. Well, and, yeah, and for me, so I started, so when I quit my lawyer job, the next Monday, I started a, a, a 24-hour run on this hill that's like a half mile from my house. I invited a bunch of people from the community, a bunch of my friends to do laps on it. I ended up doing like 45 laps in 24 hours. And it was kind of like the start of this new life, right? So I, I had quit drinking, which was huge. And then I needed to get rid of the job. And then I started with this run, which was so cool because it was like, bunch of friends, way more people than I thought were going to show up, came and ran laps with me. And I got to reconnect with, with our community. And from that moment, you know, it's been, okay, that was amazing. That really felt like life, right? Like that felt like how life should be. And you can't do that every day, but, but that's, that's how we are envisioning taking this into the future. Like we created Treeline Journal as, uh, you know, hopefully a business that that will thrive, that will allow us to be flexible, to, to do big adventures, to take our kids places. Um, and so five years down the road, I hope we're still like writing articles about ultra running and about life. And, you know, having done a few more big trips and, and racing around the world and and just living, yeah, living in the moment, being intentional about creating memories that will last and, and memories that, you know, kind of shape us into to the people that we want to be really transformative experiences and really seek those out. And then hopefully we, uh, you know, land on our feet five years from now and keep going. And, and yeah. um, it's been a great start. That's yeah. for sure. So. Yes. And you inspire others and by, by doing keeping your journal and blogging and stuff up, you know, you'll inspire others because, I mean, it's quite a big community out there. You know, I've, I've met a couple of ultra runners from the U.S. and, you know, I'm always so inspired by them, um, you know, because of the tenacity and, you know. I can only dream of becoming an actual run, ultra runner, because I think there's so much more that goes into it. I think um, oh, you got it. You can do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should try one without obstacles in it. Maybe I'll enjoy more than it. Actually, it might feel nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just have to keep your feet in front of each other. Yeah. But you don't have to jump over anything. Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. I mean, uh, what you guys are doing is incredible. And and um, and thank you so much for giving us an insight, you know, into your motivation, your your story, and the life today. And 
um, you know, how, and I love the fact that you found us through, through the ritual podcast, you know, it's great that we are reaching people, you know, all the way on the side of the globe, which is incredible. Um, so thank you. So keep in, keep, please keep in touch and keep inspiring us. And, um, and if people then want to kind of look you up now and find you, where, where do they, so your, your website is the tree, uh, not the, is treeline.com. Yep. Um, are you on and you're on instagram and facebook and all that yep yeah they can yeah you can go to treelinejournal.com and we have links to all of our our uh, social media accounts Mm -hmm. um but you're you're you're, you are right with the you know the the influence piece like um the best part about this has been like those conversations that that people that i would have never expected have kind Mm -hmm. of pulled me aside and been like i was dealing with the same thing so i mean Mm -hmm. for for your listeners out there that are on the fence or they're just, cause I know I, I listened to these types of podcasts before I quit drinking because I knew it was something that I thought I needed to do. So, I mean, if people want to reach out to us directly, um, I mean, I know you guys have a huge community and a huge support system, which is amazing. Um, we're out there on the, on the internet um, or here in Bend, Oregon, but um, yeah, we want to be a support in any way we can. And, and we aim to yeah uh, keep writing and keep inspiring people and, um, we've definitely experienced the benefits. So mm-hmm. amazing! Yeah, we're all for it. So we're all for talking about you guys, and you know, and it's great. It's great sometimes for people to hear rather than us telling everyone like we're good. This is what we're doing. You know, it's nicer to hear. You know, hear from people who are actually doing it. And mm-hmm. especially, we've seen an increased number of athletes coming through because people always thought that you know athletes, yeah, they're they're doing all right, but they they don't realize that you know hang on a minute, I, maybe I could do better. Maybe, you know. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, I mean, they're probably operating at about 70 or 80%. Right. Probably my guess. Imagine yeah. what, what you could do, right? I know. Right. And yeah. that, and, you know, 10 or 20%, you know, improved performance is the difference between maybe winning a race and being in the top 10%, you know, so that's exciting for, yeah. for if you're a competitive type like myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, please keep us posted. Keep checking Definitely. our website and stuff. Um, thanks so much for having us yeah Yeah. it's been fun coming on the podcast we appreciate it so much and uh, we'll hopefully do a follow-up soon (laughs) thanks guys okay great thanks for listening to the one year no beer podcast for a full list of episodes and to join in the challenge yourself head on over to oneyearnobeer.com oneyearnobeer.com Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.